John, the fourth chapter, verses 19 to 24, the Passion Translation. The woman said, you must be a prophet. So tell me this, why do our fathers worship God here on this nearby mountain? But your people teach that Jerusalem is the place where we must worship. Which is right? Jesus responded, Believe me, dear woman, the time has come when you won't worship the Father on a mountain, nor in Jerusalem, but in your heart. Your people don't really know the one they worship. We Jews worship out of our experience, for it's from the Jews that salvation is made available. From here on, worshipping the Father will not be a matter of the right place, but with the right heart. For God is a spirit, and he longs to have sincere worshippers who worship and adore him in the realm of the spirit and in truth. Bible before breakfast, Mildred Kings Okonkwo here. Good morning. This week I'm really, really very excited because for us, us on Just Us Girls as a tribe, this week is when women worship and it's a meeting that i've been doing for almost 20 years now and i absolutely adore it interestingly it's the one meeting that i have tried not to miss since i started it because i believe that this particular meeting is for god every other conference is about us we learn about things that we can do to make our lives better we learn about things that we can give we learn about things that we should know to make our lives easier however when it comes to when women worship and when women pray it's a time where we just lay aside everything and worship god not just for the things he can do for us but for who he is and so this week i think it's only right that we should look at what worship really means we should take a very close look at worship. And so this morning, I decided to start from a story that you guys know all too well. If you know me, you know that this particular narrative has had such a huge effect on my life. However, I'm going to focus on the point where Jesus meets this woman at the well. They have an ongoing conversation about water, and about not drinking water from a Jew, a Jew, a Samaritan not drinking water from a Jew. And then they move on talking about her relationships and her husband. And then God says to her, Jesus says to her, that you've had five husbands, man you're with is not your own. And then somehow she just quickly moves the conversation away from her and asks this very vital question. And she says to Jesus, she says, I can sense that you're a prophet. Because at this time, Jesus had told her a lot of things. So she said, you must be a prophet. So let's use your prophecy, your gift of prophecy or your being a prophet to do something more beneficial than just discussing my home affairs or my private life. So she tells, says to him, why do our fathers worship God here on this mountain? But your people teach that Jerusalem is the place where we must worship. And she wants to know which one is right. And the truth is, some of us have had questions about worship for as long as we have lived. 
different methods have been given to us for worship. This is the way you must dress. This is the way you must act. This is the way you must be. You must be within the four walls of a church. You must, we've heard all kinds of information. And so this question seems to resonate very deeply with me. And I think it will with a lot of us in this generation. Where must we worship God? Must we worship him in a church building? Must we worship him in the morning? Should we worship him at midnight? At what point should worship be a personal thing? Can it be corporate worship? Must we be people? Must we have a worship leader? Must we have people singing? Must, there's so many questions around worship. And Jesus said to her that the time has come when it won't be about where, but about how. And I think that that's one of the things that I want to draw attention to this week. Because this week, starting today, we will get into a fast. And the fast is not because we want to manipulate God or get Him to do something that we need from Him. We don't need Him to prove that He is God. That's not the reason why we go into a fast or why we go into this fast. A lot of activity will happen this week. There will be prayer. There will be time to study the word. There will be prayer chains going, going on starting from today all the way to Friday. So a lot of activity will be happening. And, and, and some people will tell you, oh, that's the only way. And Jesus said, if you're really going to enter into true and authentic worship with God, you must understand that it's not about where necessarily, but it's about how. So Jesus said, it's not about worshiping on this mountain or going all the way to Jerusalem, but it's about doing worship in your heart. And so Jesus also said something that I find very interesting. He said, your people don't really know the one that they worship. He said, we Jews worship out of experience. Ah. I can stay here for a year. <laughs> you people don't really know the one you worship. So worship is not worship without experiential knowledge of the one we claim to worship. I'll say that again, hopefully the same way. <laughs> but if not, just I'll just try to paraphrase it. But it just really got me thinking. Worship is not a worship if you don't know the one you're worshipping experientially. So knowing God is key. In fact, it is extremely vital to worship. Jesus said, you don't know the one you worship. So that negates your worship. Now, a lot of times we go for worship meetings and we sing when the worship leader is singing. We get on our knees when they're praying. However, if you don't know the one you are worshipping, then it's a total waste of your time. What has happened is you have not attended a worship meeting, you have attended a concert. And I'm hoping that this year will not be like that for you. Because over the years, people have come into this, the worship meetings when women worship, and they have just been so excited about who's ministering, they've been so excited about the ambience, they've been excited about the music, they've been excited about the promises, 
they've just been excited about being in the room with their friends it's just been about everything but about actually worshiping god do you know this god have you experienced him jesus said what's authenticating the jews worship is the fact that they have experienced this god that they know him he's not a figment of our imagination he's a real person he's a person that speaks he's a person that listens he's a person that acts he's a real actual person and he says the jews worship out of experience but you don't know who you worship and so jesus also said something he said from here on worshiping the father will not be a matter of the right place but with the right heart it won't be about location it will be about intention it won't be about getting to a particular venue it will be about the state of your heart it's not about being in the right place but being with the right heart for he says for god is a spirit and he loves to have sincere worshipers who worship and adore him in the realm of spirit and in truth so god is not really limited by location because the truth is some of us are not going to be able to make it into the room however i want to assure you that if you know the one we are worshiping you won't be missing much why because it's omnipresent so wherever you are he will meet you right there wherever you are he will have these conversations with you wherever you are he will show you the state of your heart if you are willing to come to him in spirit and in truth i found out that if you are ready god is ready for you let me read to you this same scripture in the message translation oh so you are a prophet well tell me this our ancestors worshiped god at this mountain but you jews insist that jerusalem is the only place for worship right Believe me, woman, the time is coming when you Samaritans will worship the Father, neither here at this mountain nor there in Jerusalem. You worship guessing in the dark. We Jews worship in the clear light of day. God's way of salvation is made available through the Jews. But the time is coming, it has in fact come, when what you're called will not matter and where you go to worship will not matter. It's who you are and the way you live that counts before God. Your worship must engage your spirit in the pursuit of truth. That's the kind of people the Father is out looking for. Those who are simply and honestly themselves before him in their worship. God is sheer being itself, spirit. So those who worship him must do it out of their very being, their spirits, their true selves in adoration. So God is looking for much more than just appearing in a hall god is looking for much more than knowing the lyrics of the song god is looking for your heart so this week as we go into worship and as we prepare for when we may worship this weekend i want you to begin to consider the state of your heart it's not about the venue if you're in america you can attend the worship service because it will be streamed virtually if you're in, in the UK, you can attend. If you're in Kenya, you can attend. If you're in Tanzania, you can attend. If you're in Morocco, you can attend. If you're in Paris, you can attend. Wherever you are, if you're in Nigeria, you can attend. 
if you can't make it into the room, that's beautiful. But if you cannot, then please, by all means, worship virtually where you are. Because it's really not about location. Like I said, it's about intention. So today, my challenge to you is to begin to search your heart and ask yourself, do I know the one that I worship? Go into the scriptures and begin to look to find out who he really is, what his nature is like, what his person is like, what kind of God is he, who is he, who has he described himself over the years. Start from Genesis, begin to see how Adam would walk with him in the cool of the evening and they would have conversations and they would talk because God is really about relationship and they would spend time together every evening without fail God would come and look for him you see that's another thing that I love about this God and that's how I know that if you know the one you worship it will change the dynamics of your worship you will begin to worship God on a deeper level. God would come to look for Adam. Adam never had to look for God. He was never missing. So we don't have to do the gymnastics we do. We don't have to run from pillar to post. He's always there, always stable. And every evening without fail, Adam could count on the fact that God would come looking for him. This week, search the scriptures, Find out who God is really because you cannot truly experience worship if you don't know the one you're worshiping. What a wonderful way to start your day. Bible before breakfast with Mildred King Sukunko.